Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. So let me continue. Let me explain to you now uh, why or where in the Bible does it say that it is the work of the Holy Spirit? Okay, that the, the mind of Christ is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who imparts the mind of Christ, who installs it. God has a role to play. We have a role to play. That will be number two. But number one, you have to understand that this is the work of the Holy Spirit. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 6 to 16. Let's evaluate this. This is God's wisdom revealed by the Spirit. Okay, so the mind of Christ is wisdom. Okay, mind of Christ is wisdom. Do, do we need knowledge? Do we need wisdom to face the world, the trials, the problems? Yes. You cannot have it apart from the wisdom that comes from the Word of God. But you cannot have the mind of Christ without the Spirit. So let's read verse 6. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age. Okay, not the wisdom of the world. Listen up. So you do not let other people, even those who are in authority, rule over your belief system because that's not the wisdom that the Bible is talking about. It says, not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. When Jesus comes, everything is comes to nothing. Because the only wisdom that will remain, that will apply on judgment day, today and that day, the big day of God, will be the wisdom of God. So you need the mind of Christ for you to be able to stand in the bima or in the judgment of works. Verse 7, no, we declare God's wisdom. Hallelujah. Okay, not the wisdom of the world, but God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. So this was planned by the Lord all along. Okay, verse 8, none of the rulers of this age understood it. So if you talk about the wisdom of God, they might find you foolish. They, they don't understand it. Okay, you talk about end-time prophecies, the world does not understand you. They will tell you, ah, oh, religion, don't, don't trust your religion, etc. like that. Okay, verse 8 says, None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. <laughs> verse 9, However, as it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. That's why a lot of people in the world, they are not aware that there is a God who is monitoring everyone's heart, who is about to come, who is excited to come, by the way, and take over the whole planet, <laughs> the whole universe. And they don't understand okay, the, the, what God has prepared. For those who love him. Verse 10 says, These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. So, how can we have the mind of Christ? Verse 10, These are the things God has revealed to us by his Holy Spirit. 
The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows the person's thought except their own spirit within them? So, in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. You have to understand that in order for us to have the mind of Christ, the Word of God, the thoughts of God, is for you to have the Holy Spirit. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world. So, if you're a Christian and you are you know, so influenced and you are running on the... Uh, the, the worldly operating system, that's a problem. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. How can we know the promises of God? How can we know the things that He prepared, the good things? He said, in, in my Father's house are many mansions. You know, if it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you, Jesus said. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. That's John chapter 14. So you need to understand that that is a wonderful promise from God. See, the mind of Christ receives, embraces, it receives the promises of God through Christ. Uh, verse 13, it says, This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Holy Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. That's why to some people we sound annoying because they think that we're too spiritual. That is because we have the mind of Christ. That's why we speak, we argue, we process things like the Lord Jesus Christ, as though the Lord is here right now, okay? But we're not Jesus, remember that. We just have the mind of Christ, okay? Verse 14, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. And cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Only those who have the mind of Christ, those who have the Holy Spirit, will understand it. People who have the mind of the world struggle to understand the wisdom of God, the mind of Christ. They will not understand. For them, it's foolishness. Verse 15 says, The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. Verse 16, it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? Of course, none. But we have, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. That's why we agree with the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we love the Word of God. That's why we love Israel. Because we have the mind of Christ. So the person who do not have the mind of Christ doesn't love God, doesn't love Israel, because Israel was the chosen nation of God. And we can learn the ways of the Lord through how God relates to Israel, you know, uh, the ups and downs of Israel. So having the mind of Christ through the Holy Spirit, we understand these things. So this is very important, friends. Number one, for us to, to have the mind of Christ we need the Holy Spirit. And to have the Holy Spirit, okay, we must be born again first. Okay, that's number one. So number two, 
Saturate your heart with the word of God. I gave uh, three passages of scriptures, but before reading that, three points. Under number two, which is saturate your heart with the word of God. Letter A, read the Bible every day. To see the whole picture, you have to read the whole Bible. Okay? You have to read it all. Read the Bible every day. You, you need to set aside a time in a day to read the Bible. Letter B, or listen to an audio Bible. We gave you uh, suggestions, like Bible.is, audio Bible. Or you can do synthetic study of the Bible. Okay, synthetic study, which means uh, you have to read a particular passage, like a chapter again and again, seven times, 12 times, 14 times, 21 times. Meaning to say, read the, the same chapter again and again until the context floats. So let me read to you number two. Saturate your heart with the word of God. Our scripture, first scripture is Matthew 6, 33 to 34. It says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Verse 34, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. You see, this is a mindset of Christ. In the world, people are so worried, so anxious, so, you know, that's not the will of God. You know, I, I, I read the Bible and I never read a scripture that says, you must worry. The Bible says, do not be anxious, but by, in everything, by supplication, by prayers, you know, offer prayers to God. Again, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So don't, don't get yourself, do not add trouble to yourself, okay? You can read, uh, you know, there's so many sad news and bad news and news that will give you a lot of stress. But here's the thing. Turn up the mind of Christ so that it will remind you that worrying is not from God. So do not worry. Do not fear what the world fears. That's what Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah said. Do not fear what the world fears. There's nothing to fear because we know the one to fear is the one who could end everything, who could kill the soul and the body. Okay? Uh, he's in control. He may be allowing things for his purpose to happen and we may not see how the wisdom of God in all the things that's happening, but I tell you, trust in his perfect plan in the end you will know that revelation chapter 15 is always correct i think chapter 15 verse 3 to 4 which says who will not fear you O god and give glory to, to your name okay great and marvelous are your deeds lord god almighty just and true are your ways king of the nations god's ways are just Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Meaning to say, read the Bible every day. Okay? Another scripture, Romans 12, 1-2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, okay, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Okay, so do not think like the world thinks. So remember the, the equalizer? You, know, you can listen a little and then put it down, okay? Turn it off because that's not the one who will give you the final say. The final say is the word of God, the mind of Christ, not the world. So verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
So do not sound like the world, friends. Instead of preaching what the world preaches, confusion and fear and things like that, what you need to preach is the gospel, the good news, because this is what the world needs. Why do you preach the gospel? Because you have the mind of Christ. You have this operating system in your heart. That is the governing script, the mind of Christ. So there is still a process to renew our minds through the word of God. That's why you need to read the word of God every day. Amen. The last part of Romans 12 verse 2, it says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. He is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So how do you know the will of God? When your life is not right, how do you fix your life? Simple. You need to know His will. How do you know His will? Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. The mind that, that thinks like the world, the mind that operates like the world, the mind that processes things like the world, that sounds like the world, renew it. So when you renew it, you have to change it. Change it to what? Transform it to become what? That's the mind of Christ. Because we need the mind of Christ. Amen? So it's clear that this is the will of God. When you have the mind of Christ, then you know the will of God. Uh, Psalms chapter 1, 1 to 6 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. Okay? So you do not take counsel. They may give you some good advice and wisdom, but I don't think it will get to the point where they can give you godly counsel or the wisdom uh, or the mind of Christ because they don't have it. The person who can give you the mind of Christ is a person who operates with the mind of Christ. You don't have the mind of Christ you're in a big trouble because one day we will all stand before Christ, okay? Just make sure you're, you will not stand in the white throne judgment. White throne judgment. That's very scary, very terrible. You have the right to be frightened if you are in line to the white throne judgment because you know what will happen. You do your own research. Okay, now, uh, you do not does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners the, the, that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Okay? Do not side with those who hate God, who hate Christians, who hate the Bible, who mocks the word of God. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates in the law, what? Day and night. So read the word of God. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he, they do prospers. Hallelujah. Not so with the wicked. Verse 4 says, They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment. Listen up. Those who hate God, those who hate the word of God, will not stand in the judgment. Nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So remember this. You have to discern which side are you. Do you love God? Do you love Israel? Or do you hate God and hate Israel? Or do you hate God and hate Christians? Or hate Christianity? So you're on the wrong side. But if you love God, you love Christians, you love Christianity, you love the teachings of Christ, you love Israel, then you are on the right side. Because I tell you, judgment day will come. No one can save us from the wrath of God if you're on the wrong side. But if you're on the right side, 
then you are not destined to suffer the wrath of God. It is for those who hate God, who hate the Lord, those who refuse to receive life through Christ. They reject Jesus as Lord and Savior. They reject His word. And, and, and Jesus is going to come one day to inflict vengeance to, to those who hate Him. Friends, uh, number three, last three. Number three, memorize scriptures. Memorize scriptures or assign a melody or compose a song taken from the scriptures. Why? Because it's easier to memorize when there is a tune. Like for instance, the alphabet, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. So this is not how we teach our children before when they were very, very, very young. So we, we, we also teach them the song. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. So it's easier to memorize, okay? So like I said, you can sing it. Sing psalms and, and, and make it a song. What is the point? Memorize scriptures. Why do we have to memorize scriptures? Because we need also to have stock knowledge in our hearts to counter the lies of the enemy, to counter temptations, and to counter deception. Remember, in the last days, the wicked king is a deceitful one. He's a conspirator, okay? There's going to be a lot of conspiracies. So, Psalms 119 verse 11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart, David said, that I might not sin against you. So you see, this is a good shield. You have to protect your heart and your mind. You know, you have to bulletproof your heart and your mind from spiritual attacks, from the lies of the enemy. Okay, how do you do that? You have to install the right operating system, the word of God, okay? Psalm 119, 11 says, I have hidden your what? Your word, the word of God in my heart that I might not sin against you. So you see how important the word of God is. So you have to install the word of God in your heart in order for you to stop sinning. Okay? And Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11, if you notice, you will realize that the devil... I mean, the Holy Spirit allowed the devil to tempt Jesus. That's why Jesus was led to the wilderness after his 40-day fast. And that the tempter came to Jesus and said, If you're the Son of God, tell the stones become bread, because he was so hungry. But Jesus said, notice what Jesus said. It always starts with, it is written. It is written. This is how Jesus used or applied the Word of God as a weapon. Jesus said, it is written. So the devil will give you evil suggestions. But how do you counter that? You use the word of God as a weapon. Like Jesus in Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, he said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every rhema, but by every what? Word that comes from the mouth of God. So the word of God is very important. That's the mind of Christ. And then the devil took him, etc., etc. I said, throw. So the devil now used the word too. The devil said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. But Jesus answered, it is also written, do not put. So Jesus always begin with, it is written. If you're not familiar with the word of God, then how can you counter the lies of the enemy? How can you counter temptation? 
So you will end up yielding to temptation. You will end up sinning because you, you don't have the Word of God as a governing script in your heart. There are times that you know you, you can turn up uh, the other frequencies, but you have to turn everything off so you can hear clearly what the Word of God says over the matter about whatever that may be. You need to have a governing script. You need to have an operating system, functional one. And my suggestion is that the Word of God will always be turned full volume, 100%. So that every time the devil comes, okay, the voice of the enemy in the equalizer, remember? When the voice of the enemy gives you evil suggestions, tempting you to commit sin, turn up the volume for the Word of God, and then you'll have a scripture in your mind and in your heart, and then you can say, no, I will not do that. Because the Word of God says this, it is written. Amen? Last verse, John 8, 32. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So again, you need to protect our hearts and mind from evil suggestions, from deceptions at all times. Okay, because uh, Filter the voice of the world, filter the voice of the devil through the scriptures, because the scripture is the filter. In Ephesians chapter 6, uh, the fourth piece of the armor, uh, the armor of God, take on the full armor of God. Uh, so the fourth armor okay, that Paul the, mentioned is the, the, the shield of faith. Okay, Ephesians chapter 6. And he tells us to take up the shield of faith in order to extinguish all the flaming arrows, okay, the darts of the evil one. Okay, so the devil will throw you lies, evil suggestions. See, the battle is in the mind. So the devil tried to inject uh, lies. Our faith in Jesus is based on what? On truth. So when you have the truth, hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay, Jesus told the, 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 the Jewish people who believed in him. Okay, to continue in the word. And then you, you will know the truth and the truth will what? Set you free. So read that John 8 verse 31 to 32. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 to 17. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Now, verse 17, okay? Take the helmet of salvation. Remember, number one, you must be born again first, okay? It says in verse 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Hmm, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So, the Bible, the Word of God, is the sword of the Spirit. That's why you can use it or learn how to use the Word of God as an assault weapon to counter the, the, the devil's lies, the, to counter the temptation. In verse 11 says, Then the devil left him, and angels came to attend to him. So look, the Lord Jesus Christ defeated the devil in that encounter. Don't forget, instead of... Uh, Arguing in the internet about other matters, you know, the world, the, the ideas of uh, whatever. Sometimes it's a waste of time, a waste of energy. Because what really matters, what people really need, an encouragement. 
we all need encouragement. And how can we can live our lives now that a lot of people do not have work? What do we need to do? How can we be fruitful through this pandemic? The other thing is that's very important is that we need to finish the work, complete the task that was handed to us. We, we were called to be the ambassadors of Christ. Okay, we're the ones, we, we, God gave us the ministry of reconciliation to reconcile the world back to God through Jesus Christ. So we have to preach the message of salvation. So post something about the gospel, your faith, testify. More important than, than those things, than playing games, than watching movies, than, than all of this is the word of God, the mind of Christ. Because the person who has the mind of Christ to understand the plan of God from the beginning to the end, the purpose of God and why all of these things are happening right now in this present age. And you will understand the necessity why people need to hear the gospel. So preach the gospel. Use the, the platform online. Come on. You have, you've got nothing to lose. You know, forget about being uh, persecuted and criticized by your friends. You know, they can call you whatever they want to say, that you're hyper-religious, hyper, you know, whatever. Just share your faith. And I tell you, when you, when you preach the gospel, it glorifies the Lord. You know, once your mind and your heart is saturated with the Word of God, there's no way you can keep it. It's going to overflow. It's going to overflow. It's going to come out. Whatever is in your heart, in your mind, is going to come out. So if you have the mind of Christ, you will preach the gospel. Please preach the gospel. Share the good news to your friends, to everyone, to the people, who, you know, even if they don't know you. Just preach the gospel. You know what? Uh, when with God allowing this pandemic, to happen all over the world it's, it's for the most part we see the negative side of it but this is also uh, the testing times and where we are tested whether what we learned in church will be applied because of the pandemic many more people are hearing the gospel because a lot of churches are now using the online platform to preach the gospel. Then pastors were not the only ones who were called to preach the gospel. All the saints. If you are saved, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, the Bible says, you and I, we were given the ministry of reconciliation. In the book of Corinthians, it says, once you are saved, we were given the ministry of reconciliation so that others may come to life. Okay? So preach the gospel. If you think this is uh, a great message for your loved ones, encourage them to put on the mind of God, to set their hearts on things above, not on things on earth. They must have the right governing script. They must install, establish the right operating system, which is the mind of Christ, the Word of God. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. 
Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.